Here comes the helicopter Second time today Everybody scatters And hopes it goes away How many kids they've murdered Only God can say
from the album Stealing Fire, that was Bruce Coburn with If I Had a Rocket Launcher. Welcome to another special edition of Polyrical Songs of Note, where I focus an episode on a single song. If you want to send me a message, go to polyrical.com. You'll find a link there to send me a message. You'll also find a link there to make a recommendation. You can recommend a song, an artist, or a topic for a future episode. And you'll find some links there to make a donation to keep this podcast and all my podcasts free and independent. This episode does focus on If I Had a Rocket Launcher, originally from the album Stealing Fire. That was released in 1984 and served as a breakthrough for Bruce Coburn in the United States. It was uh, his uh, biggest track, probably his biggest track to date in the U.S., um, kind of uh, bringing him back into the U.S. consciousness and visibility after wondering where the lions are, which was kind of his first foray into awareness here in the States. And that's what brought uh, Bruce Coburn to my attention. I was a teenager at the time in 1984. Uh, Reagan was running for his second term. All of his crimes were becoming more and more well-known. All of his bad policies were becoming widespread. And uh, he was really shifting the political environment in the U.S. and having ripple effects around the world. MTV was a fairly new thing, and suddenly on my screen back in 1984, there's Bruce Coburn. There's a a singer singing about war, singing about violence, singing about refugees, singing about uh, his desire for retaliation for the evils that he had witnessed. That kind of, for me, this is one of the, this is, this is a kind of seminal song for me in making me realize what music can be. I'm sure I heard other political, other socially conscious music or songs prior. Um, But this is one of a couple that really made me understand in a deep way that music is a lot more important, can be a lot more important, can be uh, a catalyst for change, can be a support for change, can spark ideas that aren't heard in other media on a regular basis. Here's a bit from Wikipedia. The song was inspired by Coburn's visits, sponsored by Oxfam, to Guatemalan refugee camps in Mexico, following the counterinsurgency campaign of dictator Efrain Rios Montt. Although Coburn had occasionally touched on political themes in his earlier songs, If I Had a Rocket Launcher was his first explicitly political song to be released as a single, and it earned him a new reputation as an outspoken musical activist. And here are some excerpts from Bruce Coburn's memoir, Rumors of Glory. Between 1978 and 1983, 
the Guatemalan military, using weapons, money, and training from the United States and Israel, destroyed 626 Guatemalan villages and murdered more than 200,000 villagers, most of them Mayan farmers, campesinos scratching out a meager living on marginal lands that had somehow escaped acquisition by the country's major landowning families. The Guatemalan Civil War had begun in 1960 and would not end until 1996. The genesis of the war was a 1954 coup that ousted the democratically elected president, Jacobo Arbenz Guzman. The CIA, acting on behalf of the United Fruit Company, armed, funded, and trained coup leaders to reestablish Guatemala as a feudal state in fealty to foreign businesses. At the time, United Fruit owned 42% of the arable land in Guatemala, the largest single land holding in the country. But the company was slated to lose 40% of it to Arbenz's Decree 900, which sought to redistribute, redistribute farmlands to allow campesinos to grow food and become self-sufficient. United Fruit had a couple of key allies in the U.S. government, the Dulles brothers, Allen and John Foster, who designed and implemented the coup. At the time, Allen was director of the CIA and also on the board of United Fruit. John Foster was Secretary of State, and his law firm, Sullivan and Cromwell, represented United Fruit. These guys were, and their modern-day protégés remain, startlingly brazen in their self-serving wars. Their greed knowing no bounds, their shame never acknowledged. That a democratically elected government could be overthrown and an entire nation brutalized in the service of just one corporation reveals more about Western economies and about the mechanics of, quote, democracy than anything you're likely to find in the Wall Street Journal. On Bruce Coburn's trip to the border of Guatemala, on the Mexican side, where some refugee camps had been set up, he visited a camp called Chanjul, and the interpreter with him asked some of the uh, residents of that camp, why did you guys flee? One of them described what happened to his neighbor. The army came and took this man. They tortured him, then cut all the flesh off his forearms, from his elbows to his wrists, and hung him up on his own gatepost to die slowly. There was another episode. The army went to a house. The wife was pregnant. They beheaded the husband, then slid open the woman, ripped out the fetus, and stuck the husband's head where the fetus would have been. This was a message to the neighbors. These acts were aimed to shock, to prove their dominance. These sorts of atrocities were being committed every day throughout the countryside, by the U.S. client state of Guatemala, along with the annihilation of whole villages, using U.S. weapons and training. The strategy was to create what during the Vietnam conflict were called strategic hamlets by forcing the people to abandon their traditional villages and cluster in artificially created population centers that could be closely watched. According to the venerable British Peace Pledge Union, the stories we heard were commonplace. Quote, Working methodically across the Mayan region, the army and its paramilitary teams, including civil patrols of forcibly conscripted local men, 
attacked 626 villages. Each community was rounded up or seized when gathered already for a celebration or market day. The villagers, if they didn't escape to become hunted refugees, were then brutally murdered. Others were forced to watch, and sometimes to take part. Buildings were vandalized and demolished, and a scorched earth policy applied. The killers destroyed crops, slaughtered livestock, fouled water supplies, and violated sacred places and cultural symbols. Children were often beaten against walls or thrown alive into pits, where the bodies of adults were later thrown. They were also tortured and raped. Victims of all ages often had their limbs amputated or were impaled and left to die slowly. Others were doused in petrol and set alight or disemboweled while still alive. Yet others were shot repeatedly or tortured and shut up alone to die in pain. The wombs of pregnant women were cut open. Women were routinely raped while being tortured. The backdrop to this tour of the camps, there was a constantly uh, throbbing drone of the Guatemalan choppers hunting wasp-like along the border, the so nearby border. After a couple days in each camp, we returned to San Cristobal. I was overwhelmed. To intellectually understand, or at least consider, because who can understand it, the evil that humans inflict upon one another is one thing. To feel the results through the faces and stories of the survivors was something other. Not much has changed in the realm of mass murder since biblical times, though the tools of the trade have become more sophisticated. When we get down to it, it's somebody bashing somebody's head with a hammer or a shovel or herding folks into a church and setting it ablaze. Same old shit. The difference for me was that this aspect of us had left off the page and become flesh and blood. So this is the, the source of Bruce Coburn's feelings and experiences that led him to write, If I Had a Rocket Launcher. Here's one of the verses of that song. I don't believe in guarded borders, and I don't believe in hate. I don't believe in generals or their stinking torture states. And when I talk with the survivors of things too sickening to relate, if I had a rocket launcher, I would retaliate. During the tour that followed the release of my 1984 album Stealing Fire, after a gig in L.A., an acquaintance a man of good intentions who belonged to one of those California hipster churches, challenged my take on Guatemala. He spouted a surprisingly conservative line. How did I know Rios Mont was so bad? How did I know there were massacres? I met the survivors, I said. He went silent for a moment, then mumbled, Oh, well, we have to stop communism. All you had to do in those Cold War days was cry communism, and some members of North American society would fall all over themselves to support, at least ideologically, U.S. policy. So demonstrably insupportable. 
That was resulting in the murders of thousands of peaceful people in a tiny country 1,500 miles away. I suggested to my friend and others like him that they take some time to dig below the surface of the scam, to learn what was really happening to real people with real dollars that came from people like them. Now, of course, the buzzword is terrorism. But the same dynamic is at work. In the notebook, Bruce Coburn kept when he was on that tour in Mexico of the Guatemalan refugee camps. He wrote, I understand now why people want to kill. When he was introducing the song at a concert in California in 1984 to uh, to an audience yell of helicopters, Bruce replied, yeah, well, there are people in them, you know, which is something that the thing is, the weird thing about it is they stop looking like people because of what they're doing. I guess that's what makes it so easy to want to shoot them down because they make you feel like they forfeited their humanity somehow. But they're pawns in it. Anyway, this song is about all that. The one thing I must stress in case anybody's under any delusion is that this is so... It's not a call to arms. It's a cry. And here's the last verse of the song. I want to raise every voice. At least I've got to try. Every time I think about it, water rises to my eyes. Situation desperate. Echoes of the victim's cry. If I had a rocket launcher, some son of a bitch would die. And that'll wrap up this episode of Songs of Note. You can check out all the back episodes of Polyrical at Polyrical.com. You can follow on Twitter at Polyrical. Here's Bruce Coburn with If I Had a Rocket Launcher. Thanks for listening. Here comes the helicopter Second time today scatters and hopes it goes away how many kids they've murdered only God can say